We're um, still very much in the spirit of Lag Ba'imer here, the great Yom Tov of um, when the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva stopped passing away, and the yard site and day of celebration of Rabbi, of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi. So let me share a uh, thought about Lag Ba'imer. One of the stories that the Rebbe repeated very often um, about Lag Ba'imer is actually... Uh, it's actually a, somewhat of a sad story, but brings out a very powerful point. The Arizal, who was obviously one of the great or greatest Mekubalim that ever lived, um, and one of the greatest disciples of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi. When I say a disciple, I don't mean they didn't live in the same generation at all, but a disciple of his teachings and who expounded and, and taught us the and explained to us the depth of the teachings of the Zahar and Rabbi Shimon. So the Rizal would take his Talmidim, his disciples, and go up to Meron, as so many Yidin do till today, um, to celebrate this great Yom Tev of Reb Shimon, the Yom Tev of Lag Ba'emer. The Rizal had a Talmud, his name would, was Reb Avram Halevi. And this Reb Avram Halevi was a very holy man, a very special man, but his, um, he had a tremendous... Uh, Involvement, or his, uh, I guess, his biggest thing was he was always davening for Geula and crying about the Churban, about the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. Um, he was very into saying Tikkun Chatzais, the midnight prayer every night, and he would wake up everyone to come daven with him. Where that's the prayer where we cry again over the Churban, over the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, and the exile of Klal Yisrael and the exile of the Shechina. And this was his thing. This was his thing. So much so that there is a bracha that we only say once a year. We say it on Tisha B'Av by Mincha. It's called Nachim. It's an insert that we say in the Shemina Esrei. Where we daven for the Nechama. We daven for the comfort, again, of uh, the comfort of, of Geula. To be comforted from the Golos that we're in. This Rabbi Avram Alevi was so in tune and so involved in constantly thinking about Golos and Geula that he would say this tefillah every day. This Nachim that is uh, for regular people, for us, is reserved to say once a year on Tisha B'av. He would say in his davening um, every day, every day of the year. Now he accompanied Reb Shun Bar Yechoi, uh, I'm sorry, he accompanied Darizal on the trip to Meron for Lagba Eimer. And they came to Lagba Eimer and they celebrated and whatever they did. And he davened. And when he davened, he also said Nachim. And he cried. After all, this is, the, this is that prayer, this tefillah of crying over the Khurban and begging for Gula. And here is where he made a very severe mistake. Reb Shimon Bar Yuchai comes to the Arizal in some form, in a dream, a vision, and he's upset. And he says, your Talmud comes to me, comes to my home, to where I am. And he comes on the day of my Simcha. And on this day he's crying. And on this day he's saying Tachnun. On this day he's saying Nachim, like Tishabav, On my Simcha. And Rishim Ba'yichai was hurt. I don't know, insulted. I don't know if that's a proper way of saying it. But it was seen as a negative on behalf on this for, for this Rabbi Avram Alevi. To the extent that it's written that, that he suffered some type of a severe repercussion because of, this, because of what happened. Now the question is, that's the story. The obvious question is, I mean, after all, he was crying about the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. He was crying about the, crying about the fact that we're in Golos. Now, what's wrong with that? The Beis Hamikdash is destroyed. Uh, we are in Golos. We need Mashiach. So, so what's wrong with crying about the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash? And the answer that's given and explained 
is that Abshim Bar Yechoi was on such a madrega, it's written about him, he was on such a level, that it's, that he lived in a state of Geula. It's as if the whole destruction and the whole exile didn't affect him. Now we have to understand, Rav Shimon Bar Yechoi is a person who suffered severely the repercussions of being in exile. He's the one who famously had to spend 13 hours, uh, 13 years in a cave, hiding from the Romans with his son Rebbe So we're talking about someone who very much on a physical level um, lived and experienced and suffered the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash and the exile. But on a spiritual level, and on a, on a holiness level, he was able to be beyond it totally. So he was able to perhaps physically suffer and, and again suffer the destruction in a way that few people did. And at the same time, he was able to live with the level of revelation and the rev- level of connection with Hashem um, as if there was no destruction, as if it was a state of redemption. And therefore, Reb Shimon Bar is saying, on the day of my Geula, on the day of my Yom Tif, and Lagba Eimer, is not a time for you to mourn the destruction. It's a time for you to celebrate Geula. It's a time for you to celebrate the connection to Hashem, the revelation of Hashem, a, 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 a state of redemption. And that's why it was seen as negative that Rabbi Avram Alevi was mourning and crying about destruction on this day. That's the answer that's given. But the truth is that this answer needs further explanation. Because true, Rib Shimon himself is on this tremendous level. And Rib Shimon Barichai may be a level concerning which it's written that uh, it's as if it's as if there was no destruction. But Rabbi Avram Alevi wasn't on that level. Rabbi Avram Alevi is not Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai. So on his level, there was a destruction. And on his level, there was Golas. There was exile. So again, why is he being critiqued? What did he do wrong? He's crying because he is in a state of destruction. He's crying because he doesn't feel the Gilu Hashkina, the revelation of Hashem, the way it will be when Mashiach will come. So why is he being critiqued? Because Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon is on the level of Geula, but I'm not. That's the question. And the answer is a very important answer to understand. And that is true. Reb Avram on his own, thinking about himself on his level, definitely for him there was a gullus, there was, there was a exile and a state of destruction, and there was what to cry about. But on Lagba Eimer, when he was by Roshim Bar Yechoi, he was expected to connect to a level that was way beyond himself. He was expected at that point not to be on his own level, but to be connected to Roshim Bar Yechoi, connected to the power of the day, the power of Lagva Eimer, and, and because of that connection, he was expected to celebrate, not to cry. Though on his own, crying might have been in place. But today is not the day of thinking about where I'm standing, but rather connecting to something that's way beyond me. And the lesson over here is not only a, a beautiful story with, a, le- with a, you know, a powerful explanation in that story, but a very powerful lesson to each and every one of us ourselves. Everyone has the level that they're at. And everyone has their own level, and they know and sometimes we're higher, and sometimes we're lower, and sometimes we're going through better times, more difficult times. Then comes a special day. It's Shabbos. It's Yom Tov. It's a date of a special tzaddik. Or I'm in a special place. I'm in a holy place. A yid has the ability to escape, so to speak, from the level that I'm really at on my own 
and connect to that special level or that special energy of a specific time, of a specific place, of a specific tzaddik. And when we're able to connect, we're expected to connect. And one says, you know, I, I know that today is Shabbos, but I'm not feeling Shabbosic. I'm not feeling spiritual today. I'm feeling very unspiritual, very unholy. Yeah, I know Hashem made a holy day in the world, but I'm not holy today. How am I expected to experience, to daven, to dance, to learn, to feel the holiness of Shabbos if, you know, I, I don't feel that way today. I'm, it's not me. It's not talking to me. It's true, but it's not for me. But that's not true. A yid has the ability, because of the neshama that we have within ourselves, to leave our own confines and connect to the spirit, to the energy of the day. And especially through connecting to the tzaddikim, like Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi and the great tzaddikim and the rabbim of the generations, that enable us, they pick us up and enable us to reach and touch and connect to a level that may be way beyond where we're holding presently. And that's the tremendous gift of the tzaddikim, the tremendous gift of great, special, inspirational, and holy days that enable us to, so to speak, climb out of ourselves, experience something way beyond ourselves. And we're able to, we're ex- and therefore we're expected to. It's a gift that we have, and it turns into a, resp- a responsibility that we have. Not to wallow in our own state of being, but to be able to connect to our neshama and connect to those higher gifts that Hashem gives us, especially on special days and special times. Have a wonderful Shabbos.